Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Using the blueprint for liberty, the checks and balances, it's wonderful. We reject revolution unless it's a Jesus revolution. We actually stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast as we follow the Prince of Peace and promote civility and all kinds of great news. These people are attacking us everywhere and running around and destroying the country. It is an absolute crazy culture war, and I expect it to accelerate like nobody's business in 24. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. We've got an incredible show for you, absolutely, as we always do. First off, James Edwards, dear friend and uh, talk show host in his own right at thepoliticalsuspool.org. That's the politicalcesspool.org, a well-known author, well-known commentator, used to be uh, on CNN before they decided that he was a racist. I got a question. If they hang out, if they, if they, if they hung out with James back in the day, were they racist back in the day? And if they just repented or what? I, I just don't really get it. But that's how they play the game and tie the lie together and create these labels and manipulations. But Americans are getting smart enough to reject all the labels. So that's good news. James, welcome. Happy New Year, Sam. This is the moment we've been waiting for. It all starts now, and uh, where we will be a year from now, that's the big question. This is going to be an unprecedented year in American history. I am glad we are still together for it. Can't wait to see how it unfolds and how the work of uh, your radio network will factor into it all. James Edwards and family loves Disney. I know he doesn't like what Disney's turned into, but <laughs> he, he does love the Disney kind of idea. And I do love yesteryear Disney as well. But Mickey Mouse enters public domain, which means uh, anybody can use it. There's still a little bit of restrictions on it because they always have nuances in the law as uh, Disney tries to defend and hold on to that cash cow. But nevertheless, Mickey Mouse enters public domain, quickly turns evil evil that's a very strange reality but whenever these things hit the public domain uh, the evil people take it on pretty soon it's like a video game and the character goes sinister and goes kind of rogue and all this kind of stuff Uh, mickey mouse of all things james yeah well you're right walt disney the walt disney not necessarily the company that still bears his name was a true american hero he was an innovator he was all american And I think he represents that idea that anybody can be anything they want to in this country. Now, not in the perverse way that you you think of it now. Well, we can be women. We can be whatever with transgender. But no, I mean, this is a guy that was not born into any wealth and, you know, had a newspaper route as a kid and just became this wonderful innovator and inventor and, and, and trailblazing media pioneer. Uh, But he was very wholesome. Uh, he, He at first wanted to put a theme park in, another part of the country, but um, they balked at the idea of him not selling alcohol at the theme parks, which, of course, now they do. But uh, all of, everything about him was wholesome, uh, from, from that stand to the, the, the original cartoons and, and all of the ideals that, that, that they embodied. Uh, but, yes, uh, as with all things, if society can get their hands on something like that, something pure, uh, they will pervert it. They will corrupt it. And now you have uh, Disney's iconic character, the one who started it all, 
Mickey Mouse is in this new slasher movie. Now that Mickey is in public domain, they can use his name and likeness uh, any way, the general public, that is, in any way that they want. You've got this new uh, horror movie where Mickey Mouse is sort of like a Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger type of character where he's going around with a butcher knife, you know, just slash, you know, murdering people. Just one of these blood and gore horror films, you know, cheaply produced horror films uh, to just, again, further corrode. It's uh, just a, little a bit. disgrace. <laughs> what you, again, know, you look back on America as, as being decent and, and that's all getting washed away. By modernity. Yeah, it's getting washed away. The sad part about it is, is it just goes to show, ladies and gentlemen, that what we have become as we turn away from God, this is what happens. Mickey Mouse enters the public domain, quickly turns evil. Everything used to be innocent and simple and clean and good and moral and religious. And uh, you know what? Difference in religion was no big deal. It was the, you know, it was the same God and it was good versus evil. And everybody kind of understood that narrative. Now it's all gone to the wind. Good is evil, evil is good, and it continues. So much so that, you know what, a lot of folks just become so incensed they cannot take it anymore. Tucker Carlson's one of them. Glenn Beck has been one of them. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, Rush Limbaugh, Chuck Harder, those were the two guys back in the early, early 90s who decided they needed to own their own network to be somebody. The EIB network, um, you know what, Rush pretty much owned his own thing. Uh, and then you look at Glenn Beck, who went from CNN to Fox and then from Fox and got kicked off that. Now he has his own network. He cranked up the blaze and, and the Glenn Beck talk show and all this kind of stuff. And uh, now Tucker Carlson doing the same thing. That's how I got my start in the radio business as well. You know, I bought a radio station, learned what to do, ran it for and owned it, owned it for 10 years, a terrestrial AM radio station, learned a lot of lessons from it. Uh, along that way, took everything nationally syndicated and when I realized, I, I kind of worked with Chuck Harder, and I worked with um, John Statmiller and a few other people, and I realized that, you know what, he who owns the media makes the rules. So I realized I had to own my own media if I wanted to have my own say. Uh, and what happens when you do that is it prevents you from getting big quickly because you're on your own for all the, you know, it's, it's got to fuel and fund itself and everything. It's very difficult. At the same time, it, it makes you a little bit protected from or insulated from the booms and busts, you know, you get like, say, an Alex Jones and you go on the Google and you go on the whatever and you use them for their ads and you get rich and get famous and big with YouTube and Google and fast. But then they can pull the rug out from under you in an instant. Uh, and a lot of that happened to Alex. He had to pivot and start selling herbs and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not downing him for that. I'm making a point, which is, you know what? You set up your world on their servers and systems and under their thumb, under their control, and you're going to get what they give you, which is they don't like what you have to do, you're gone. Look at Tucker, Fox. When he built Fox, something real. Uh, and then all they did was just bounce him when they thought he was worthless or thought, he, hey, we've got a better reason to not have you around. Simply one day, there, next day, gone. What they're doing, though, is underestimating the power of the new media taking center stage, in my opinion. They're underestimating uh, who we are and what we can do. The new media taking center stage, along with AI, along with the Internet, along with has changed the game where the mainstream press gatekeeping thugs, their days are numbered in terms of their having that lockstep control on the media. And Tucker's just the latest. So 2023, Tucker kicks off. Tucker Carlson recently announced the, the launch of his next venture, the Tucker Carlson Network. They call it TCN. TuckerCarlson.com is where you can learn more about it. Here's what he has to say about his launch. 
Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. Something big is coming. You can probably feel it. Everybody can feel it. The next 12 months is going to be a wild time, probably like nothing any of us has ever seen. An economic meltdown, an unresolvable presidential race, unprecedented global migration, entire populations moving from continent to continent, metastasizing foreign wars, chaos. Suddenly, everything seems at stake, control of the world and of your soul. How are you going to respond to all of this? The first step is knowing what's actually happening. That's not easy. Who's an ally? Who's an enemy? You can't always tell. What's true and what's a lie? Sometimes it's hard to know. There's so much deception. Big media companies won't help. Their job is to manipulate you. The government? Please. When was the last time you believed a word they said? Probably before COVID. We've been thinking a lot about all of this for the past eight months. We've traveled to various countries around the world to see what America looks like from far away. Sometimes distance gives you perspective. We've decided that we need something new, something relentlessly honest that the corporate gatekeepers can't touch. So we built a company called Tucker Carlson Network. We'll be rolling it out starting now. You may have already seen some of our content on X. Expect a lot more of that. Interviews, documentaries, analysis, facts and honesty every day. We've got a lot of good people working on this, and we think it's going to make a difference. You can head to TuckerCarlson.com to learn more. We hope you will. Thanks. All right. Very interesting admission from a guy who says, hey, the gatekeeping mainstream press, he's using the language that I use and have used literally since the early 90s. Um, what's interesting is he's made his whole living, his whole millions, his whole ability to start his network up, coming out of the gate with a lot of money, just like the Blaze did and Glenn Beck and all those guys. Okay, they come out of the gate with a lot of money, but they tell you that the mainstream press's job is to deceive you and manipulate you. They tell you that they, the mainstream press is the gatekeepers and can't be trusted, but they were part of that. Look at Megyn Kelly. Look at Tucker Carlson. Look at Glenn Beck. I'm not here to attack those guys because some of those guys may be good people. I don't know internally. I don't know them all personally well enough to, to really know. But they're calling a spade a spade now, but it wasn't their tune when they got a big check and a, and a contract. They were shills for the mainstream press, every one of them. I'm virtually the only, even Chuck Harder, believe it or not, back in the day, was on a big network and eventually uh, had a problem with them and left. But I'm the only one that I, can, that I know of, that I can think of, that didn't get my start in the mainstream press. I had to build it from the ground up with my hands and blood and sweat and tears and no real money to speak of, James. It's kind of interesting how they're all coming to the party a little late, aren't they? Well, better late than never, I guess, at least in the case of Tucker Amen. Carlson, who does say some good things. I mean, like anybody, I can't say, and this is a problem that a lot of people have. Maybe it's just human nature. Well, I disagreed with him on that, so therefore, you know, I can't stand with him. And there are things that, of course, Tucker Carlson and anybody says that yes. I uh, dis uh, disagree with. But for the most part, he has certainly come a long, long way. Uh, I remember when he was not that remarkable wearing the bow tie when he was still on CNN. And then, you know, when he got Bill O'Reilly's old time slot uh, with uh, at Fox, uh, he certainly evolved into somebody who was tackling a lot of the same issues that this radio network tackles. And he's doing it, I think, with um, a lot of candor. And, yeah, and honestly, no I don't think he's doing it because that's where the winds are, are, are shifting. I think that it's uh, that you, it just appears to be legitimate and heartfelt. Now, that said, to your to your bigger point, or perhaps the biggest point yet is what he said uh, in announcing the Tucker Carlson Network. All of the issues 
in play this year, which we've been talking about for months in anticipation of what's coming in 2024, playing a role in his decision to launch the company. I think, you know, those are all important things to watch. But yes, I mean, the day of the big monolithic network, I mean, of course, going back to the dawn of the television age, you had ABC, NBC, CBS, you had three, three channels. And then moving on into to this century, you still, even though cable channels proliferated you still were really just stuck with uh, those three when it came to political news fox and cnn and then msnbc came on and then now you know more and more and more but yes i mean i think being lean and hungry is a, a good thing now these guys aren't because as you said I don't know. Ironically, I guess uh, they got their start and made uh, their money. And it's easy for people with millions of dollars in the bank to uh, to, to fund a new endeavor, whereas people like you did it uh, in a scrappy upstart type of way from the ground up with with no funding. But uh, I, I think if you look at it, though, it is good to see what you've always said, Sam, for years, the new media is taking center stage. And even though these guys came from legacy media, what they're doing is new in terms of uh, uh, the, the, the current trend of building these uh, diverse uh, entities that are fract uh, you know, fracturing the monolithic uh, networks with their bloated budgets. You can reach an audience. I, I would be interested to know real numbers because numbers vary and they're all over the place. The, the amount of eyeballs and impactful views, not just people clicking on a link or for a few seconds and, and turning off, but people who are actually staying around to watch and listen intently, uh, what kind of numbers Tucker's bringing uh, uh, to his Twitter show versus what he was getting with Fox News? And, you know, which one do you think can be produced more cheaply? Which one, you know, allows you uh, access to an audience without without having to spend, uh, you know, millions and millions and millions of dollars annually on your budget for your staff and your production crew, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Tucker Carlson is an outlier because, again, he came from legacy media. He has all this money. But I think what's instructive is – you have more and more people doing this now, and it really is breaking up the media monopoly, and that ultimately is a good thing. And the fact that these people are telling you what we've been telling you all along is a huge thing. So when Sam Bushman tells you in the early 90s these networks are a bunch of thugs, they're there to gatekeep and manipulate you, uh, and they are against God, uh, and, uh, hey, you know what? I was offered a big deal, too, and turned it down because they said you got to quit talking about God, and I said, well, if God's out, I'm out. I know I've told that story a gazillion times, but then Glenn Beck came and left Fox and said virtually the same thing. And now Glenn Beck leaving, Megyn Kelly leaving, Tucker Carlson leaving, all these different people and going, we have to have our own media. If we don't, we will be lied to and manipulated by the gatekeepers. You're now hearing from a ton of insiders exactly what I told you from the very, very start. And believe it or not, half the people that tried the first round of getting in their own gigs depended on all the enemies and got burned for it. This is the second round where people realize they need to be completely independent. Now, you can't be 100% independent if you use the Internet, because, again, at some point, somebody could pull the plug. But you can't depend on those you know, big corporate partnerships for your platforms, and that's what they're learning. And more and more of these networks, I say the more the merrier. James, I'm not offended by this. I'm just telling you that, you know what, we, this just builds our credibility from what you and I have been doing and saying from the very start. That's all it really does. So, hey, Tucker, welcome to the party, buddy. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I say the more the merrier because, again, look, we need the truth to be told. And the more of us there are, 
pretty soon, the mainstream press just becomes a nobody because they become the old shell hacks that nobody trusts. If you trust Tucker, tr- trust Megyn Kelly, trust um, you know Ben Shapiro, trust us, trust uh, the Epoch Times, you know World Net Daily. I mean, there's a bunch of us now. Uh, and when we start to say things in tandem, we have a gazillion times more authority and power than the mainstream press, believe it or not, ever had. So this is going to change the game for 2024. You're going to see this reality check just do nothing but expand uh, and help Americans find truth. And as Tucker wisely pointed out, you've got to decide who do you trust? Who's going to level with you? Who's going to give you the real skinny? And the answer is Liberty News Radio, Liberty Roundtable, uh, the political cesspool. We've been doing it from the start. We never took big money from anybody. We funded ourselves, and nobody controls what we say or do. That's simply the way it has been, is, and will continue to be, James. So anyway, I just appreciate Tucker giving us the thumbs up, so to speak, by what he had to say. Well, there is something about being right from the beginning. And uh, I'll give you another example of this and and tie it into what you're talking about right now before we move on was, of course, Pat Buchanan's campaigns back in the uh, in the 90s and how those ideas are now the prominent ideas within the Republican Party. And if you look at Pat Buchanan's uh, the the, uh, sort of praise and adulation he gets now, he's 85 years old now. Uh, he never got that when he was in his prime, you know, not uh, not really from the, um, the, the the largest swaths of conservatism the way he is getting it now. And it's not about the credit or or any of that. But uh, but yes, you, you were right about this. And I think that just as Buchanan is being judged differently now than he was at a certain time in his life, I think history will look back on the actions taken by founders and pioneers in alternative media like you, Sam, uh, in a way that uh, right now, uh, obviously, uh, we're not getting. But uh, it, it, it it is correct. It is right. More people are doing it. And the more you siphon away the audience, it is going to be a wonderful thing, and we'll certainly see it. I, I just don't know. I mean, print, uh, print newspapers are dead. Number one, it's because so much has been digitalized and it's a different, different age in terms of technology. But, I mean, who would want to buy a print newspaper and read the same old pap uh, that you can read or hear at any of the other media outlets? So you're seeing, you know, the, the age of these left-wing newspapers come to, to a close. And I just don't know. I mean, I know Let's that the left has almost really infinitely— People who know me personally— who read the Rolling Stone article written about me, every one of them to a person just literally sinks their head and goes, are you kidding me there right you now? Go. This is absolutely bogus. Now, that's an extreme example because Rolling Stone is nothing but a, you know, it's not a real news organization. It's more of a, a celebrity tabloid rag, et cetera. Um, and I'm not the most important person in the world. But my point is, people are seeing that contrast more every single day they go to a rally and then they see the reporting on the rally about donald trump and they go what are they talking about that's not the rally i was at and it doesn't matter what the scenario is the context is americans are seeing the truth it's like hey bidenomics man it's great the economy's doing awesome we have these jobs we have this and the average guy's going that didn't happen in my wallet what are you talking about well, and see, as these contrasts display themselves, everybody starts to get it more and more and more and more. Uh, and that's what we're seeing. You'll, like see the, you'll see this accelerate in 24 like nobody's business, James. 
you, you've got this proliferation of uh, diversity of ideas and opinions now, and I, I hope that the left seemingly has uh, unlimited uh, amount of money that they can invest into dying entities uh, like these huge networks that all have the same message. Uh, they all have the same message. And, and to now, you, you've got literally hundreds. I mean, even as recently, Sam, as the early to mid to late 2000s, 2000 to 2010, it really wasn't until about 2015. That's that's not that long ago. That's within the last decade that you really started to see this proliferation of alternative media. I mean, obviously you were here and I was here and there was a handful of others, right. but there was no more than a handful. And Donald Trump can single-handedly, for the most part, be the, the, the I don't know what you want to call it, the pivot point for that? Yeah, well, there's no doubt about it. When he came out, he so energized uh, the, the the people just saw him as a a blank slate that they could project their hopes and dreams on in terms of you know, hey, this is somebody that's going to shake up the system. And in a lot of ways, again, inadvertently, perhaps he certainly did and has and continues to do. But it, it is it is because of the coverage he, he was receiving that you had this proliferation uh, at that time. And of course, that hasn't uh, not only has that not stopped, it's only continued to grow. And so now you've got hundreds and hundreds. You know, we were getting write-ups by the Southern Poverty Law Center just about every week because we were the only target back in, in uh, you know, 15, 20 years ago. But now there's so many. I mean, you can't even list them all, and there's new ones coming online every day. And now here's Tucker, the Tucker Carlson Network. There's a new one and a huge one. And so you're going to just have the the – and I think it's great for competition. It's great for the exchange of ideas and open and free debate and the First Amendment to have America, hundreds, baby. hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of different media outlets or corporations or independent shows or independent networks that are absolutely going to take down uh, the, the legacy media. Now, this is the question though I was about to ask, because again, it seems as though our <laughs> opponents all have money trees uh, somewhere that they're hiding. But uh, how much longer will they continue to prop up networks like CNN and MSNBC and even Fox News to a large degree? You know, you're, 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 the, the budget there is outlandish and the audience is going down every year. I mean, Fox News' uh, prime demographic is like, you know, 70 and 80-year-olds. I mean, they're not going to be around too terribly much longer. And when they go, who's going to be tuning in? Nobody. I don't see how they sustain it. I don't see how it's well, a sustainable model. It's not a uh, sustainable model in the long term but remember these things can go on for a long time I mean for example IBM you know it was a big company and you're kind of like oh IBM what the heck's that but even though they're yesteryear they're still huge and they're not going away anytime soon so you're gonna see that from the mainstream press networks and I'll explain how and why um, I don't know if you know but Salem has been a, a huge radio station group owner for a long time in the Christian realm, primarily, they've crossed over into the secular realm uh, to a great degree. They've got Salem Radio News. We take that news, etc. They're pretty good people. I don't think they ne go near as far as us because they're part legacy media and, you know, they're a little hesitant. Nevertheless, they've got a new thing out now called the SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Salem Podcast Network. So even Salem is going, hey, man, we got to have podcasts or we're going to get left so far behind it's not even funny. And so you're seeing them evolve, and they will gain a stake in this realm, like everybody else. But the question is, it's a battle for the audience now, and it's a battle for truth-telling now, whereas it was not before. So if I'm an outlier and I speak the truth and people say, oh, Sam, he's kind of loony, he's kind of nutcase, that's one thing. 
and that's been happening for years. But now people that used to think I was a nutcase say, now, how did you know? And you're right and everything else. That's fine. I don't care. I, I just stand with the truth as it goes. It isn't about me. It's about principle. But when you have Sam and Tucker and Megan Kelly and James uh, and all these different people, Ben Shapiro, we go on and on and on, making the same points. Pretty soon America wakes up and goes, so let me get this right. 20 people that have been credible over and over and over in the new media are making the same claim. And these five uh, old-style networks uh, are saying they're crazy. Who am I going to believe? And we're really battling for the hearts and minds of the American people. Let's take a look back at 2023 and some of the top 10 stories that got ignored by the mainstream press. Now that's going to affect 2024. We'll do it in seconds with James Edwards, the political cesspool.org on Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm John Schaefer. Southern California experienced a 4.1 magnitude earthquake just before 8.30 this morning. The U.S. Geological Survey said that the epicenter was off the coast of Rancho Palos Verdes in L.A. County. Fortunately, there have been no reports of damage or injuries. Initially reported as a 4.3 magnitude quake, it was later adjusted to 3.9. Tsunami alerts have been reduced in areas of Japan that were heavily affected by a significant magnitude 7.5 earthquake and subsequent powerful aftershocks. Residents in certain regions of west-central Japan have been taking refuge on elevated terrain as the recent earthquake induced minor tsunamis. Various locations have reported damage and local hospitals are actively providing treatment to the injured. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden delivering a New Year's message to the nation. Well, my hope is that everybody has a healthy, happy and safe New Year. In a pre-recorded interview on ABC's Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest, President Biden expressed his optimism, stating that he wishes for everyone to recognize that the United States is in a better position than any country in the world to lead the world. The conflict between Israel and Hamas continuing in the Gaza Strip. An Israeli Air Force spokesman has indicated that the military offensive in Gaza might extend through 2024 as their forces prepare for an extended period of combat. Tensions in the Middle East escalated over the weekend when U.S. helicopters engaged in gunfire with Iran-backed Houthi rebels in the Red Sea. Meanwhile, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Nahu remains firm in his rejecting any calls for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. A fatal shark attack occurred in Hawaii, resulting in the death of a 30-year-old man. The victim was retrieved from the waters off Maui at about 11 a.m. local time Saturday and taken to a nearby hospital where he later died. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now... 
now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. My name is Christian Knuckles. I prophesy there will be no revival until the church leadership stops lying to the people. I'm the first soldier of the spiritual body of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Confederate Church of Christ. I'm here to declare the lion will lie down with the lamb when the lying stops. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries and brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Welcome back, everybody, to the Liberty Roundtable. Always an honor to be on with Sam and uh, an absolute privilege to be able to bring this show back from a break. Uh, James Edwards here uh, with uh, the one and only, the pioneer, uh, Sam Bushman. And Sam was talking about in the, the first uh, half hour of the program today about how, again, as he's been saying for so many years, the new media is taking center stage. And it was true then, uh, but it's become an undeniable force now. And uh, what I was talking with Sam about during the break was that, I mean, you talk about these legacy media entities, which are all simply mouthpieces for the regime. Uh, the who, what, where, when, and why journalistic standards. I mean, that's a joke now. Reporters who seek the truth and want to report it. Now, all of these people are just op-ed folks they they are the enforcers of political correctness and i wonder you know how much longer uh, uh something like this could stand when every every story now is just dripping with such vitriol every story is if it's someone or some idea or some organization that the media doesn't like 
they just get tarred and feathered with racist and Nazi and white supremacist and so on and so on. I mean, how many millions of stories now can the general public read like that before they start looking for something different? And apparently we have passed that 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 threshold. We have passed that point of no return. We have crossed the Rubicon, buddy. They've crossed it, and uh, they they are uh, they have been the ones who have you know frankly slit their own throats rhetorically speaking. The old media is dying, new media taking center stage, and it couldn't happen soon enough because this year is going to be transformative in American history. That's not hyperbole. Things are going to happen this year that none of us have ever seen before. Absolutely unprecedented. The arrest of Donald Trump and these trials, unprecedented as they are, is just the beginning. So, Sam, what are we talking about this segment? Donald Trump, by the way, had to build his own network because he understood and got kicked off of Twitter. Uh, Mike Lindell built his own network because he realizes they won't let him. They'll just, you know, put him in a cage and kind of mock him as a media clown or, or whatever. And so these people are for real and they see the truth. And I'm glad that we're all here. I'm not downing any of these people. Tucker Carlson, you know what? I'm sure he's going to have some killer content, folks. He's going to tell you the truth on a lot of things because he's now not controlled by those people. And that's the issue is he who owns the media makes the rules. The new media is taking center stage. Speaking of that, there's an article that I saw called the top 10 underreported stories of 2023. Ben Johnson writes it. And he writes it for the Family Research Council. Um, FRC.org is where you can learn about that. But they have this new news site they're putting together called WashingtonStand.com. They even see it. So there's 10 stories. James is going to announce the headlines. Both of us are going to make a couple of comments about them. Because I think these 10 stories look back at 2023 can really tell you what's going to happen to a great degree in 2024 as well, James. Absolutely, Sam. And you're right about Tucker Carlson as well. These guests that he's inevitably going to have. I mean, he's already been doing that on his Twitter show or X, if you want to call it that. But Marjorie Taylor Greene recently just talking about the discrimination the white males face. I mean, he's really getting into a lot of the issues that we've been talking about forever. And uh, don't give us attribution. Just get the job done. Top 10 underreported stories of 2023. Uh, Number one on this list is the Nashville Shooters Manifesto talking about, and again, the key word here, underreported stories. It's so interesting when it comes to manifestos, how the media, not all manifestos are equal, and they certainly don't receive equal treatment. If the media can take a manifesto, whether and manipulate it, or in some cases, perhaps even fabricate it all together, they will run with it until the cows come home if it matches their narrative. You saw the Dylan Roof thing. Don't think for a second that the media uh, was upset about all of that. They loved it. They loved talking about it because they really love claiming that founding stock Americans were these evil people, even though white Christians primarily created the greatest civilization, the greatest country that ever existed here, this Christian, uh, once Christian nation of uh, the United States. But you didn't get any of that when uh, the manifesto came out of a shooter who uh, was, you know, one of their support group members, uh, a a transgendered uh, individual who was targeting primarily white Christians uh, at a Christian a day school and you know of course she uh, and the media she, tried to cover it up along with all the insiders and the bottom line is the gatekeepers couldn't keep that quiet eventually hey the manifesto got to a great degree released or leaked uh, and we the people aren't going to take it anymore so the mainstream press has lost their gatekeeping narrative over this story and really it points this out that it shows their agenda Big time. Why do they promote manifestos all the time? Oh, my gosh, he wrote about this, and he was a white supremacist, and he wrote about that, and he was a hater, and he was a this, a, a bigot. And, a, and, they, and they promote the manifesto big time 
unless it writes a narrative they don't want to be promoted. Then they shut it down. And this story really highlights that. But it also highlights the fact that they cannot gatekeep. They're going to lose when they try to do that because there's too many people that are in the know now and are sick of it, can't take it, won't tolerate it any longer. Uh, And I'm not defending any illegal activity, but I am defending this idea that, hey, that's what we're supposed to do, report the who, what, when, where, why. uh, And we're not supposed to, you know, cave to some other agenda. Uh, and, and we start to really see that play out with this story, James. Absolutely right. Uh, number two on this list is, and we have been talking about this for years, studies that show the dangers of so-called transgender surgeries and the LGBTQ lifestyle. I have always said the meat, this is again, not only just the corrupt nature of the media, but the absolute evil nature of the media uh, to do all of these puff pieces showing these confused individuals, whether they be celebrities or just people that they made into celebrities. You know, there was the show on the Learning Channel, TLC, I Am Jazz, about this. Uh, I think it was a boy trying to become a girl or, or maybe it was vice versa. It's hard to remember. But whatever the case, uh, making this look so glamorous and so brave and you're so good if you do this. And wouldn't you want to be like this, have the adulation of the press? And, you know, so they, they make all of this stuff look glorious and glamorous. Um these people mutilating themselves, forever sterilizing themselves, taking away their the most precious gift that God gives us, the ability to reproduce and have families, and they make it look like this is something that everybody should want to be. And you're really not you're backwards if you oppose this, and you're really backwards if you don't want to be like this. And I've always said, Sam, where are the stories, the inevitable stories? Uh, after the the lights turn off and the media attention wanes of all of these people who I guarantee you regret this until the day they die for the, the self-mutilation. They're buried by the mainstream press and covered up, but by the new media taking center stage, they're being talked about by Tucker, by all kinds of people, and it's huge. And so, hey, that is getting exposed. Their gatekeeping is over when it comes to that, too. More and more people are realizing, look, this is nothing more than Operation Mutilation of God's children. That's what we're talking about here, backed by your government and the media. And that dovetails into number three quite well, speaking of cover-ups. You know, I had even forgotten about this. And this is an excellent thing. I'm so glad that they listed this. You'll remember, of course, uh, when the Supreme Court uh, overturned Roe versus Wade, that decision was leaked, leaked, excuse me, uh, well in advance, weeks before. And I'll just read this one, actually, because people need a refresher, perhaps. Weeks before the Supreme Court acted to right a legal and historical wrong by overturning Roe versus Wade, something truly unprecedented happened. Someone leaked a copy of the decision in the case, Dobbs versus Jackson, uh, to Politico. And then, of course, the activist left exploded in rage. There was a year-long campaign of violence targeted against pro-life churches and pregnancy resource centers while an armed man traveled to the Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home uh, intent on shooting them. So this is the thing. Somebody from inside the Supreme Court, whatever you want to call it, buildings, offices, wherever, it had to be a clerk or an intern or somebody on one of the dissenting justices' office. It had to be. 
I mean, it had to be. It had to come but from the inside. Of under Nobody looked stories. For it. Shouldn't we know by now who leaked it? And shouldn't somebody absolutely, absolutely. Well, I should. Well, what about the whole stuff? It's supposedly they're going to trickle out some stuff now about the Epstein, uh, you know, collaborators. But yeah, I mean, just like that, this is huge, and it prompted a very violent and lawless reaction from the left, of course. But leaking something this important, nobody wanted to get to the bottom of it. The, the, the you know, this is why I always said. I always said that um, Julian Assange was a hero. He was doing the work that legitimate journalists used to do, going after the facts, going after the truth, wherever it may lead him, regardless of ideology. Why didn't these intrepid reporters who were trying to uh, snuff out and uh, find racism, imagined racism, wherever they can find it, why didn't they go after something like this? This actually happened. Because again, and it was illegal. And it was want, illegal. They don't want to bust the liberal. There's two classes of people. Now, if it was you or I that leaked this story, we'd be in prison for sure, buddy, for terrorism. But these guys can do whatever they want to, and the proof is in the pudding. They underreported that, and, and we've never really ran this story to ground yet. And that's why I say these stories impact 2024. Will they run that to ground in 24? I'm hoping one of the new media people get that done. Studies show the dangers of the transgender thing. I hope that comes out and we get real reporting on the damage done and the harm done. We'll look back at 2023 and go, I cannot believe we did that as a society. The, the Nashville Shooter Manifesto, hopefully we'll get, uh, you know, run that to ground. And there's another story that's going to be one of the biggest reality checks of 2024 elections. That's next, James. The, the situation on the border, number four reads, our open border transforms America. Um, reads further joe biden has set a number of records unfortunately they are all uh, for new national humiliations and it talks about uh, 10 million illegal uh, entries have taken place since biden took office each year he continues to break a record for the previous year all of which would have been records prior to his installation in the in the white house in terms of yeah the great replacement isn't real who are you going to believe the media or your lying eyes and the conservative media uh, has has of course uh, the these new pop-up medias that we've been talking about earlier in the hour are certainly covering this, but the the legacy media, the establishment media, the corrupt media, whatever you want to call them, whatever word you know you know who I'm talking about. Not only do they not report it, they act as though it's a great thing. If they Amen if they report that. it, so you're going to see more and more on the border. Though they're not going to be able to hide the border. I'm predicting that that, that uh, Joe Biden is going to be forced to do something regarding the border. Look, they've already allowed 10 plus million people come into the United States illegally. How many of those people are going to vote and, and, and manipulate the elections and, and everything else? This is going to be a hot topic in 2024. And so is the next one, number five, James. This one really relates to several of the ones that we talked about above. And this is going to gain more and more traction as we stand up and tell the truth, James. Uh, number five reads, the LGBT agenda is losing support. Now, remember uh, a little earlier we were talking about how the media underreports the danger of the physical, the spiritual, uh, the psychological damage of transgender surgeries and the LGBTQ so-called lifestyle. Number five reads, the uh, agenda overall is losing support. And you certainly do see that uh, amongst the various factions of the left. You had this. Uh, of course, immediate uh, sort of because of mani media manipulation, uh, you had uh, this 
sort of flash support for the so-called BLM agenda. But then once everybody, you know, really got to see what that was all about, which was just basically violent anarchy, arson, terrorism, uh, that that went away real quick. And I think you are starting to see this. Uh, the left has overplayed its hand by forcing this agenda on kids. See, that's the thing I think that it's really starting. A lot of people would say, eh, everybody, you know, in their own private lives, this, that, and the other. I, I, I don't say that. I say this is a, a threat and a danger to, to civilization. I understand that there will always be uh, homosexuals. I'm not saying, you know, kill them, uh, take any sort of draconian measures against them. But it isn't something that should be celebrated as... A, a lifestyle equal to or greater than traditional monogamous uh, nuclear family Christian type of uh, environment. And so uh, people are seeing this for what it is and the fact that it's being so aggressively forced. It's not just live and let live. It is being aggressively forced on kids. And uh, as a result, it is beginning to lose its support. But that's very under under uh, reported as well. There you have it. The next ones, uh, actually, there's kind of a, a couple in a row that all kind of relate to the same topic. That is Joe Biden and literally the cover up of all the Biden family crimes, James, two of them. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's number six is uh, Biden family corruption. And uh, number seven, if you want to pair these together, the Biden administration tells Title X recipients to talk to minors about sex behind their parents back. So, again, that goes into corruption, whether it be with their business dealings, which is number six, or their political leanings, which is number seven, uh, the underrepresentation, the underreporting rather of uh, the uh, alleged financial and criminal malfeasance number six and what uh, the biden family pushes i mean telling telling kids minors uh to excuse me title x recipients to talk to minors about sex behind their parents back i'm telling you if you put some looney tune school social worker or one of these in, in, in alone with you know my young daughters and fill their heads with all of this stuff and say, don't tell your parents that that I mean, that's sick. That's sick. That's perverse. Well, not only that, it, it, let's go beyond that. It is sick and perverse, but it's criminal, James. And that's really the point here. These people need to be prosecuted. Let's take this to the next level here. OK, you cannot betray parents, the, the legal guardians. OK, you can't just pretend that it's like, oh, this is not good. This is criminal activity. OK, hiding behind. Uh, you know, talking about this behind their parents' backs, transgendering people, mutilating their bodies behind their backs, dividing parents and children. This is criminal activity, James, and it needs to be called such. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. And, uh, there, you know, the, the, the Fox News has always, you know, breathlessly reported Hunter Biden's stuff, but and, and that's fine. Uh, but it, it goes a lot deeper and, frankly, a lot more important than that. There you have it, uh, the Hunter Biden, uh, Joe Biden thing. So the question is for 2024, will we really see uh, them take off the gloves uh, and really focus on this before the election? Uh, the, the Republicans and the conservatives or whatever you want to say, they're the ones that are going to really have to make that happen. So it's the Tucker Carlson's, it's all these new media taking center stage, new people coming up. Are they going to deliver hardcore news and the truth? And are we going to demand accountability for Joe Biden and crew? Or are we going to let it go? See, the problem is we've had two classes of people, and these people have got away with it for a long time. Sam Bushman has pushed for prosecution, but I'm not enough. But is Sam and Tucker and Megyn Kelly and James Edwards and Mike Lindell and Donald Trump, and are we all enough? 
Time is going to tell in 24, James. Uh, I can't. I, I look forward again, as I said, not, not with a sense of apprehension, but with anticipation. This is going to be a huge year for our people and for Western civilization in this country. And uh, I don't know if we're going to. I don't know how it's going to play out necessarily, but uh, we are going to do our duty and we'll welcome it. Come what may, that's what God instructs us to do. And thankfully, because so many of us are rooted in in that uh, eternal truth, uh, number eight here, an un- a very much unreported thing, churchgoers and married people are happier. Now, anybody who lives uh, in, in, in these societies and in this community would, would tell you that when compared to the belligerent, hate-filled left have you ever been around these hysterical people you know sam it's like you said people that we're around when they read these articles about us that these liars put up you know they just laugh but no uh, it, it, and it's been well documented that conservatives have uh, healthier happier more robust frankly sex lives than the people that uh, just you know uh, do what feels right type of type of scenario and of course you're happier in the home now the, you've got some statistics here they there's some data-driven analysis that fleshes this out but uh, that doesn't surprise me at all certainly underreported because you know how could the media say well all of these people that we claim to be racist and so on and so forth and evil people these evil dirty uh people uh well actually you know they are happier and <laughs> <laughs> they had, uh, their, their home lives are, are more stable and better, but, you know, so of course they're going to under, underreport that. The very people that they have cast as the villains in this country are the ones that are happiest and living the most fruitful and productive lives. Well, again, uh, we want to point out churchgoers and married people. When we say married, though, we don't mean the gay, lesbian, bisexual, you know, agenda marriage. That's been forced upon us as a society. I'm talking about the time-tested, God-ordained marriage between one man and and one woman. That's the kind of marriage that these statistics bear out, bring the most happiness. Now, you can feel differently about it. You can not like it, but we got to report the truth. That is the truth and the key to happiness. There's no doubt about it. Every evidence points towards it. It's kind of like having the importance of having dad in the home. Dad is not a buffoon. Dad is not an enemy. Dad is not a derelict and an idiot. Okay, dads matter. And when you bring dad back into the home, all kinds of wonderful things happen. You kick dad out of the home and put government in its place as the funder of mom that's alone, and society just absolutely melts down. Moms and dads are critically important. Uh, there's no way to avoid that reality check. All right, number nine. I, I love what, how they describe this. Number nine reads, COVID-19 lockdowns are still hurting America. It goes on, and this is, this is funny but true. Locking down the entire population over a virus with a near 100% survival rate may prove to be the most misguided decision in the 21st century, uh, an arena with stiff competitors. Uh, but, yes, I mean, you are still hurting from this, completely unnecessary. I, I, the, the whole objective of what they were trying to do or prove or learn, we'll never know. But I do know that the stated reasons uh, for the lockdowns of 2020 and 2021 were not legitimate. You know, you have to do it to save grandma. And because now, I mean, the, 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 the same government is saying no COVID tests required, no vaccines required, just come join the army. So, I mean, it was all a ruse. It was all fake to begin with. There was an illness out there, but it wasn't. Well, they say none of that come join the army. They forced people that were in the army to take the jab and now they're getting sued over (laughs) it. So the repercussions continue on and they will for 2024 uh, as well. Ladies and gentlemen, look, let's be very clear. We told you the truth about covid from the very very start they said we are crazy they said we were going to kill everybody with our, our our statements and actions they lied to you and the truth shall set us free 
as the new media takes center stage. You've got more and more independent voices on this, and you can gain the truth for yourself. The question is, will we prosecute Anthony Fauci? Rand Paul, the only one pushing to do so, and I support him a thousand percent, but I don't hear that anywhere. But criminal Fauci needs prosecution to the fullest extent of the law, ladies and gentlemen. Number 10, and this is where parents are starting to get it, and they're saying we're done with this. We're taking control back, James. Well, this was one of the inadvertent and unexpected, I think, as far as the establishment and the system is concerned. Number 10, huge increase in homeschooling and stay-at-home moms. Now, uh, this, according to the Washington Post, has become the fastest-growing form of education in the United States, and a lot of it was born because of the decisions made by uh, the the system during the uh, COVID uh, uh, era. And you had people, you know, obviously not going to school or doing a home uh, school or doing it over their computers. And a lot of people switched to homeschooling at that time. And you know what they found, Sam, was, hey, not only is this okay, it's preferable. And I I think that that is something that uh, has has been a boon for us anytime and for any reason, even if it's something as uh, unfortunate as what they did to society during COVID, if it gets impressionable and innocent kids out of the hands of these satanic government schools, these perverted government schools, it's a good thing. And and COVID played a big role in the increase in homeschooling, a 51% increase in homeschooling uh, in the last five years. Yeah, what happened was parents looked over their shoulders and checked in on their kids and they went, you're telling me my kid's getting taught that? Or you're telling me that my kid doesn't know this? Or you're telling me that my kid can't perform that? Or you're telling me that this is being... Are you kidding me? And that's what started all the moms going down to the to the local school boards and saying, hey, I don't want this happening. And then that's when they called out the FBI and the Justice Department uh, in bed with the local government schools. That's when we realized how sinister and evil and how tied in government is uh, when it comes to rogue criminal activity in government agencies from top to bottom. And parents are just going, you know what? I'm not doing that. I'm not going to turn over control of my kid to the school. When I do that, the courts have ruled that I give them guardianship. They can do what they want to on their watch. They can tell Johnny he's a girl. They can do, and we can't stop them. The only way to stop them is to take back control and and be a stay-at-home mom or a homeschool mom or whatever you want to say, or mom and dad or whatever, and and teach your kids in a way that doesn't involve the government schools. That is the answer. And what I love about that last one is it has solutions. You don't got to wait for somebody else, James, or wait for big money or do anything else. You can take action on your own, sir. Uh, that's exactly right, and a lot of people are doing that. And again, it's a lot of the, you know, not entirely, not exclusively, but it's a lot of these happy, uh, church-going people that are increasingly making the decision to homeschool. And that was always a trend uh, amongst uh, Christians who wanted to get the, their people out of an antichrist uh, school system. Uh, but the fact that it is like, you know, to put a bow on this, like the new media taking center stage and this proliferation of of new content creators that are seeking the truth, you're having this in homeschooling as well, raising up another generation of kids who will hopefully seek the truth uh, when their time comes to uh, enter into adulthood. So, And they all have been taught to look to new media taking center stage, not to the old media as well. Let's be clear about that, too. They're a whole lot more educated group of people. By the way, James Edwards was homeschooled. I was half homeschooled as well. There you have it. One hour in the can, second hour coming up. James continues with me for a little bit, and then a surprise guest. All in seconds on your radio, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word, share the love. God save the Republic of the United States of America.